Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Sports Edge with Rick Wolf on your flagship station for New York sports. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN, New York. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Rick Wolf Sports Edge. I'm your host, Rick Wolf. Now, on last Sunday's show, in which I asked whether the time has finally come to walk away from traditional high school varsity sports programs, well, that, that conversation drew a tremendous response. And the thesis that we discussed was that so many, so many high school coaches are either quitting or resigning or retiring in epic numbers, and the overwhelming reason is because of the parents who constantly interfere and meddle with the coaches. And after all, maybe the, maybe the time has come to follow in the footsteps of the European sports model in which kids join club or, or travel teams when they are six or seven, the club teams that have no affiliation with the local schools. And that way, the schools don't offer sports programs for their students at all. The kids play only on their club teams. And we talked about whether or not this is the way we should be now considering running our sports programs here in the States. Now, it needs to be pointed out, of course, that young athletes overseas, they say uh, they sign with a soccer club, let's say, as young as six or seven, but the club team reserves the right to cut the kid at any time if they feel that the youngster is no longer considered to be a prospect. I mean, so kids at age, you know, 10, 11, 12 are being told, well, I'm sorry, we don't see you progressing to, to higher levels. That's got to be that's got to be harsh. But that's how those programs work over in England and Spain and France and so on. And parents can complain all they want, but I imagine the club coaches who run these kinds of programs, they, well, they make their they make their decision and they just move on. They tell the parents their kid is free to sign with any other club, of course, if they can find one. But anyway, I, I digress. There's another major issue regarding the rapid resignation or firings of high school coaches in this country, and this major issue is absolutely parallel to this coaching problem, this epidemic of coaches leaving. I'm talking about the growing trend of high school athletic directors who, for many of the same reasons as high school coaches are are pointing to, these athletic directors are also retiring or walking away from their jobs. I mean, we're at a point where we're looking at more and more high school ADs, just like high school coaches, are just calling it quits, and it has become an alarming trend. And not surprisingly, a lot has to do with, again, parental intervention. Now, at this point, I want to welcome in my guest this morning, Dave Kaplan, who has a, a major column coming out soon on this very topic in New Jersey Monthly Magazine. Dave is is fully versed in what's going on, especially over in New Jersey. Uh, Dave Kaplan is an adjunct professor at both Montclair State University and at NYU, as well as a journalist, founding director of the Yogi Berra Museum and Learning Center, where he worked closely with high school athletic directors, coaches, and student-athletes in a, in a variety of programs. And our discussion today is going to focus on Dave's article 
which is going to appear in the December issue of New Jersey Monthly Magazine. And, of course, the timing couldn't be better. Dave, good morning. Good morning, Rick. Uh, Dave, obviously a lot of ground we want to cover on this. And by the way, friends, our telephone lines are open here at uh, 877-337-6666. That is brought to you by Mohegan Sun. Unlimited possibilities await you at Mohegan Sun. Plan your stay at mohegansun.com. Dave, as I mentioned a second ago, a lot of parallels here. We talked last week on the show about how many high school coaches are walking away. Now we have a situation, obviously, where athletic directors are sort of doing the same thing. And I've said many, many times on this show that there is no more difficult or challenging job in sports today than being a high school athletic director. And uh, I'm sure from your research uh, and your knowledge in this area, I'm sure you would agree. Absolutely. I don't think people get a real understanding of what the athletic director does. I mean, it is it is a job description. Uh, I mean, there's no one job description for this job anymore. It has evolved so much over the recent years, Rick. Um, I think basically, you know, for traditionally the athletic director was, uh, you know, used to be a, a non-threatening reward to, to a coach at the conclusion of a career. Mm-hmm. But right now, it is, uh, he has so many increasing responsibilities. The demands are greater than ever. He is a, uh, you know, he's an administrator. He's really in charge of the conduct of the entire program. But I think the budget cuts in New Jersey particularly have really impacted the AD because they are asked to do so much more. They're asked to, uh, you know, administer testing, they're in charge of an academic department, in charge of discipline. Uh, so their their hours just increase. I mean, on any given day, these guys can work, you know, just 12-hour days. And uh, Well, know. I mean, as you, as you uh, say in your piece, uh, you know, it's now the, 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 the mantra has become that being a high school athletic director is uh, all day and after dark. <laughs> Uh, and, of course, you mentioned there was a time where being an athletic director was sort of seen as like a reward for being so successful for so many years as a, as a particular varsity coach. And, and now it's become the repository of, of all the complaints from parents who, who if, they, uh, if they feel their kid is not getting uh, uh, enough opportunity uh, to play in the games. And I gather that's the biggest complaint you hear from ADs that the parents complain about the kids and a lack of playing time. And I, you know, that's, it's hard to, to be in that situation if you're an athletic director, because on one hand you want to support the coach on the other hand, you understand the parents want to vent. Uh, absolutely. The, the, you know, the AD has, as you said, Rick, has really become the lightning rod for, you know, just any, any kind of controversy. I mean, people want the AD to solve, solve all their problems, whether mm-hmm. it be, Get rid of this coach, uh, suspend that student. Uh, you know, just uh, play play you know, a different different uh, schedule. So they are really the, in, in many ways, the face of the school, uh, the face of the school program. And you know, for better or worse, uh, you know, many schools really really hang their hats on their athletic programs. Uh, you know, and the AD is the face, the ambassador for that program. I, you know, and, and uh, again, in doing the course of your study in this, this fine article that's coming out, I guess uh, in New Jersey there were more than uh, 400 high school athletic directors. Uh, but last year there were more than 40 vacancies, and I guess there's more in the way. I mean, this is, that's, that's a significant number of, uh, of, of turnover. Well, yeah, exactly. Not only that, but, uh, you know, 
in the area that I live in here in uh, Essex County, I, I live in Montclair. Uh, I, I was just uh, just stunned, and that really kind of got me thinking about about delving more into this into this topic. The fact that these guys are are just the turnover and the burnout rate is is just increasing. Uh, these guys are just staying in the job. There's been a lot of retirements, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. but. The replacements are only staying two or three years and realize this is not for them. They have families. They, uh, you know, they don't need the stress uh, that's, that's continual. Um, so they're they're really kind of reevaluating their lives. And um, I was noticing uh, that the ads are getting much younger and younger, and they really not being mentored properly. I think there's uh, is an absolute demand, need for these guys to have somebody they can bounce problems off of and uh, uh, just ask questions. It's a, it's a very, very difficult job. Yeah, I, as you say, the, the, the issues begin to sort of pile up and cascade. My guest this morning is Dave Kaplan. We're talking about the, the, the growing and alarming rate of high school athletic directors, not just in New Jersey, but really all over, obviously in New York State, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, all over the country. This is a real growing concern the ADs are saying, enough already, I, I don't want to do this, it's too, it's too taxing, it's too demanding. And we're taking your calls at one eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's uh, start with uh, Justin over in Nutley, New Jersey. Justin, good morning, you're on the fan. Good morning, gentlemen, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, so uh, with, the, uh, with the idea that their time is spread so thin, it really is true, because a lot of these smaller districts will actually have an athletic director be a part-time vice principal as well. To, right. To, to save some money. So you're doing, you know, the bulk of your day might be administrative duties of the day-to-day school. And then after, after two thirty, three o'clock, then you have to turn over and wear a different hat till seven, eight, nine o'clock. So one thing I will say, so let's say for example, in Northern New Jersey, you're a phys ed teacher and a coach for 15, 20 years, and you're making 80 to 90,000. The benefit or, or, or the money that you'll get to jump to an AD might be an extra, maybe 10 to 15, 20,000. So a lot of people are looking at it. I can leave my phys ed position at two thirty, three o'clock. Why am I going to take on another four to five, six hours of work per day for only an extra 15000 broken down over 10 months? So I think the idea that I'm going to take on so much more work for X amount of dollars with the increasing amount of problems that are coming across, you know, the, the day-to-day issues of being an athletic director, a lot of people are not seeing the risk outweigh the reward. Yep. Well, or that's... Justin, uh, and thank you for the call, and that's exactly what we're, you know, talking about here. Dave, you know, the issue is that, you know, why should I take on more work? Yes, I make a little more money, and maybe it's more prestigious to say I'm, I'm the high school athletic director, but at the end of the day, it's like, wow, this is not exactly what I bargained for. You know, Rick, also, I think, you know, Justin brings up a great point. I think the AD, they're not even be called ADs anymore. They're really, be, they, I mean, they're honestly, they're, they're, they're trained and, you know, pro- they're basically asked to do a lot more. Uh, I think they're athletic administrators. They really have to have almost like a business background with all the budgetary, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, you know, financial, uh, you know, management, uh, event management uh, experience that they need. So it's really it's the the word AD or athletic director is almost becoming passe. They are really overall part of the school administration. 
We're talking with Dave Kaplan about, again, this alarming sort of exile of what used to be known as athletic directors in high school. And, and you know, this is a real concern. Again, it all sort of dovetails with the fact that we've seen a lot more high school varsity coaches walking away. Um, all right, let me, let, me, let me take a pause. When I return, we'll go right back to your calls at one 337 6666, we're just beginning to get into this conversation with Dave, and obviously it's a real concern. Again, we'll take a break. Dave Uram has your update. When I return, we'll talk more about what's happening with high school athletic directors. Stay with me. And welcome back to the Sports Edge, everybody. My name is Rick Wolf. My guest this morning is Dave Kaplan. Uh, Dave is on the faculty of Montclair State and also over at NYU, and he's penned a, a fascinating article that's going to run in the December issue of New Jersey Monthly about the the growing and alarming trend of high school athletic directors uh, basically walking away from their jobs. Uh, and there's a lot of reasons for this, and we just detailed that in the first segment of the show. But the fact of the matter is, this may be uh, symptomatic of the fact that, again, the growing trend of, of uh, too many issues uh, for athletic directors to deal with. Uh, their jobs have expanded, as Dave mentioned before the break, because of budget cuts. Now they're responsible for more administrative things as well. Uh, they become like uh, uh, you know, uh, assistant principals in addition to being running the athletic programs. It is getting challenging. And quite frankly, as you mentioned in the last week's show, the fact is a lot of high school varsity coaches are walking away because they don't like dealing with the parents. It is an alarming situation. As I noted before, it's not just here in New Jersey. It is all over the country. And we're taking your calls at one 337 Dave, let's get back to our callers. Let's go to Gary up in Stamford, Connecticut. Gary, good morning. You're on the fan. Yeah, good morning, Rick. Yeah. Great show, and uh, I can totally agree with what Dave is talking about. Um, I've been coaching for 36 years at the same high school, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we had one athletic director who was there for many years, You know, one of the best in Section 1. And since he's left, we've been through five athletic directors. Hmm. And it's like you say, the workload on them is tremendous with more sports, you know, girls and boys sports more dealing with the parents, and then plus a lot of them have to, you know, have the PE and, you know, run the school in the PE department. Of course. So, you know, they're just getting burned out, like Dave was saying. It's, you know, nobody really wants to stay, and the continuity is not there. And it's kind of, like, very disappointing because every, you know, new AD comes in with new thoughts, new ideas. And, you know, I'm sure you heard recently what happened up at uh, Somers with the field hockey coach. Of course, yes. You know, how he got let go and the whole thing behind that. But, you know, the the athletic directors really don't have the backs of the coaches because they're under the superintendent's thumb and uh, under the parents' thumb. So it's, you know, he's torn. He wants to back up his coaches, but, you know, his job's on the line, too. Gary, you mentioned uh, at, at the outset there about the fact that there's been so much. Uh, he, had, he was an athletic director for many, many years, and since he uh, retired, there have been five. You know, one and Dave, you could talk about this as well. You know, the fact is, most people don't understand a typical high school athletic director. And Gary, thank you for the call. You're welcome. You know, m- most people understand that that high school athletic director, in addition to all the various uh, job requirements that Gary just outlined. The AD oversees probably, on average, 60 to 70 to 80 coaches 
in their program because obviously they're not only varsity, there's junior varsity, freshmen, there, there are boys, girls, a lot of different sports these days. I mean, just keep those those coaches, and we mentioned that you know, a lot of them just leave after a year or two. Keeping those jobs uh, filled, that's, that's a full-time job unto itself. Exactly. So the uh, number of the ADs that I spoke with, and there's some great ones in New Jersey. I mean, Steve Jenkins in Bloomfield. I mean, this guy is uh, just a, a, a paradigm of uh, what, it, what an AD should be. And, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, but, but I just want to tell you that uh, they, they voiced to me that, that they were very concerned that it was very hard to find very good coaches these days because of the dwindling pool, mm-hmm. because of the burnout uh, factor, or the, you know, you know how, how dismayed they are. The, which you had mentioned, uh, just they're, they're walking away from the job. So it's a, it's a, yeah, they're recruiting. They're they're trying to keep these jo- uh, coaches in line. They're trying to support them, mentor them, but uh, they have so much on their plates. It's very very difficult to to build a, a staff of of you know con- of continuity and stability, and it's, that's a big problem for these ads. Let's uh, let's return to our calls. Let's go over to Hackensack. Tim, good morning. You're on the fan. Hey, good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dave. Yes, Tim. You know, I'm a coach in Hackensack. Yep. And I'll, I'll tell you, we always tell our kids, you know, when you get to high school, that's when parents don't have control. But, Dave, I think you'll appreciate this. We have a nationally ranked coach in in Dombosco by Greg Toll. Sure. How does a guy, Greg Toll, a national championship football coach, end up at Bergen Catholic? Because parents pay tuition to Catholic schools. They don't like what Toll does, and he leaves. But how does he go to Bergen Catholic? Thanks, Rick. Thanks, Dave. All right. Uh, and and Dave, let's talk about that for a second because obviously there you know there is a bit of a difference, although not as much I think as people might might assume about having uh you know the the athletic directors coaches at uh, parochial or private schools, but I have to assume that the parents are even more adamant there than than they are perhaps in the public schools because the parents are paying the tuition there. No no question, and the the public private issue is a very hot button topic in New Jersey mm-hmm. because of the the scheduling the recruiting I mean we have a very interesting landscape in, in this state too it's not probably different than too many other places as well but you have uh, a very highly politicized situation where you have assemblymen passing legislation for high school sports we've had governors who are very very immersed in high school sports I mean Richard Cody was passing legislation about about uh, you know redshirting, uh, there was a you know to transfer rules is a very very big thing here. Um, so yeah, the uh, in New Jersey it's it's been really interesting with uh, you know parents who are paying money they want some uh, they want some dividends on those on those investments and if they're not getting the uh, their kids aren't getting the playing time the results then. Uh, they're obviously going to voice their concerns. And, and by the way, you know, being keeping track of all the, like we mentioned, the, the especially in New Jersey, the the, um, the rules regarding residency and kids who transfer. Again, that all falls a lot under the the uh, the, the realm of athletic directors. Yeah. I mean, it's just an awful lot to put on one person. And you can understand why so many ads are saying, "I just, I just can't do all this stuff." Let's uh, let's go on. Let's go to uh, Joe, also over in Nutley, New Jersey. Joe, good morning. You're on the fan. Good morning. How are you guys? Yes, Joe. Uh, listen, I am the athletic director of Nutley High School. <laughs> Joe Pyro. And, and Dave, how you doing, buddy? How you Good doing, Joe? You. Uh, everything's great. Everything's great. I, and you know, I'm listening to the show. I'm a big fan of the fan. Uh, no pun intended. Yep. And uh, I got to tell you, you guys are a, you're right. You're you're really spot on when you talk about uh, um, 
we talk about the job of an athletic director, but I, and I always say this, and I equate the job to being the off the um, the athletic director is the offensive lineman of any school district. <laughs> you know, you get you get you get all the tough jobs. You get the jobs that nobody wants to do. You you, uh, you, you anybody needs anything, they come to you. Anybody wants anything done, they come to you. The only time you're going to get the credit is when something goes wrong, and when something goes right. They talk about somebody else, so you have to you have to really sign you, you know you have to know what you're signing up for, you know. But um, it's a great job, and it's a great job because at the end of every day, three o'clock to say seven o'clock, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, you get to watch ordinary young men and women do extraordinary things, and not a lot of people get to do that. The director of the math department doesn't get to do that. The director of the English department doesn't get to do that. The athletic director gets to do that every day from three o'clock until nine o'clock and and that's what makes the job great that's what makes all those things that you guys have been talking about palatable um yeah you know, joe i was going to say your, your your approach obviously is is you know taking the positive the 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 optimistic approach which is obviously most laudable because most people would just complain about this and say no, no no you're saying look i'm seeing these young kids who are talented work hard and it's great great fun and you're right that that the, the, the traditional faculty members who are teaching math or science or English, they don't see these kids uh, except on, a, on an exam uh, to see how they shine. But, uh, Joe, I have to ask you how, how do you, how long have you been an athletic director? I'm in my 12th year now. Okay, now you've obviously seen firsthand a lot of these changes uh, that, that are transpiring, correct? Yeah, the, the, job is, the job is much different now than it was 12 years ago. I mean, that, that's, that is, it's much different. You're, the approach is much different. Um, the the involvement with uh, outside agencies and outside people are much different. Yep. Um, and 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 the and the, the the work is much different as well. It, you know, twelve years ago when the focus was, you know, uh, making sure that the, the daily operation ran well. You know, getting the getting the officials, getting the buses, making sure the teams are where they're supposed to be. Right. Doing the budgetary stuff. Now you're still doing that stuff, but there's a lot of, you know, leveraging athletics to improve student performance. There's a lot more, uh, you know, educationally um, driven programs. There's a, and then, then there's a lot more, I say, you know, putting out different types of fires. You, you know, you have to really kind of know your audience. And you have to be able to, to balance that audience. And you have to be able to, to, to know, you know, it's like that old song, you know, you know when to hold them and know when to fold them. You, you know what I mean? There's a, there's a political side to the job. As well, where you know, twelve years ago, that there was always that side, but it wasn't nearly as as prominent as it is now. Yeah, uh, Joe, I, I yeah, I think we're going to see more changes in the years to come. Hey, thank you so much for for uh, for checking in this morning. Appreciate it greatly. My pleasure. I really appreciate the topic, and I, I appreciate the support. Thank you very much. Thanks, Joe, and and, and well, Dave. You know, I mean, he's he's in the firing line. He's seeing all this, and as he, Joe said. You know, this is exactly what's going on. The job is changing. As he said, you know, 10, 12 years ago, it was much more about running the day-to-day, making sure the buses are on time with the kids to events and so on and so forth. Now, as he said, it's much more politically oriented, and, and the, the, if things are shifting. You know, we miss. Uh, we need more people like the Joe Pyros. I mean, this is a guy, as you can t- just heard, he's a guy of great passion. I've been in meetings with Joe, and you could see how much he cares about uh, about the kids, about mm-hmm. the, about the reputation of his school. I mean, these guys are are the, you know, the custodians of of their school's reputation. Um, no, I, they athletic directors traditionally, as you know, are the face of the of the t- of the school and the athletic programs. And uh, yes, the reputations 
are all about the school. They're tied together. You know, Rick, you're just talking about the uh, the, the parental, the unruly parent behavior. You know, yeah. I have a friend of mine was just telling me yesterday at the state game that a referee had to stop a, a field hockey game because he had to warn the uh, team's parents about the sideline coaching. Now, that not only undermines the, the coach, but it certainly reflects very poorly on the athletic director, too. He can't control the conduct of his school program because he's got these parents just I, acting, acting out of that's whack. That's another aspect, another facet of being a high school athletic director. In fact, I was going to come to this in the next segment, Dave, but you know, last uh, Wednesday uh, up in uh, Wilton, Connecticut, uh, at, at, a, at a girls' uh, soccer match, uh, after the game was concluded, I guess two girls uh, were chasing a ball during the course of the game, and they got a little physical, and, and the referee stepped in and gave uh, both girls uh, red cards to disqualify them. But after the game was over, one of the dads of one of the girls who had been uh, disqualified got into a shouting match and then eventually, uh, apparently, allegedly uh, threw some punches at, at an opposing coach from the other team. And, of course, the, the father was subsequently arrested now again, that the athletic director has no has nothing to do with this. He obviously can't control the parents, but obviously the athletic director has to get involved in this because it's his school, and and he has to make sure everything is done accordingly according to uh, to what the uh, the police want to have done. It's just an endless job. I mean, it's I don't as I said as I said before, it's it's the hardest job in sports, and it doesn't seem if anything that's getting easier, it's getting more difficult. All right, let me. Let me take another time out. When I return, we'll go right back to the calls. Obviously, a lot of opinions about what's happening with high school ADs. 1-877-337-6666. Radio.com. Radio.com. Hey, don't forget, at uh, 9 o'clock this morning, uh, it's NFL football from London, England, where the Vikings and Browns will be tangling. Again, that's right at 9 o'clock this morning. And as always, I invite you to check out my website at askcoachwolf.com, where you can obviously post comments and questions about the topics we cover here on the Sports Edge. My guest this morning is Dave Kaplan, adjunct professor at, at Montclair State and at NYU. Uh, he's also founding director of the Yogi Bear Museum, a learning center where he worked we worked closely for years and years with athletic directors and coaches and student athletes. And we're talking about the, the, the ongoing migration of high school athletic directors, uh, which in many ways is parallel to the fact that uh, high school coaches are all leaving. They're, you know, the numbers are growing alarmingly year after year, particularly with athletic directors. Their job, their job description is just growing and growing in terms of responsibility. They work endless hours. And we're taking your calls on one eight seven seven. Three three seven sixty six sixty six. Dave, let's get back to our calls. Let's go to uh, Sean over in Jackson, New Jersey. Hey, Sean, you're on the fan. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dave. Yes, yeah, sure. um, most most of the former callers stole my thunder, but I got they, my neighbor is the AD over at Long Branch, and we have many conversations where it is the parents through and through, and and the reason being, I'm I'm an official. I do high school, I do little league, I do USABL. Mm-hmm. I think I think pay for play has ruined the landscape for youth sports and high school sports because the parents come in with the attitude that, hey, I paid this much money and my kid was you know the starting shortstop or the quarterback on his on his USABL team or his little league team, and that doesn't come into play. But they have that attitude, and so does the kid. And, and as a coach, 
I mean, you can agree or disagree with me, Dave. I mean, this is that the pressure that these guys have just to win in general, and then put on top of it, you know, kids coming in with with attitudes that are almost uncoachable. Uh, Sean and uh, you know Dave, in your article, uh, you quote one of the athletic directors is saying that it's ninety percent of the complaints that come from parents to ads have to do with playing time for their kids. And Sean, that's exactly what you're talking about. Dave, what what what, what are you finding? Uh, Sean's exactly right. I mean, you, you see it at virtually every level. I mean, it, it goes even before high school. I mean, you look at the youth soccer things. The parents are just running up and down the sidelines and you know, coaching and yelling and, and screaming and, and, you know, want wanting more out from their kids. But, uh, you know, it's um, it, it, it's very, very difficult. It's, uh, you know, the one thing I, I did want to echo sort of what Joe said earlier, uh, the, the AD, it can be a great job. It really can be. He's got, he's got great impact on kids and just making the, the sports experience the best it can possibly be. Uh, he's a he's a conduit to the community, and um, it's just it's a job that just needs to be treated with a little bit more respect. Uh, it, it is an ongoing concern, and it's uh, those athletic directors who somehow are able to balance the uh, sense of respect and and listen to parents who want to vent, but also have the backs of their coaches. It's becoming it's a it's just an incredibly difficult situation and to Sean's point obviously seeing as as a coach and as an official he says it gets 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 more and more tenuous every year it is one of the reasons why athletic directors are are staying only a few years and and walking away let's continue let's go over Tenafly Sam good morning you're on the fan uh greetings and good morning from Tenafly yes Sam Tigers the single largest classroom in any school district are its fields facilities, playing fields, athletic fields. Boards of education are delinquent and possibly guilty of malpractice because they do not support the policies, rules, regulations that they have on the books that can choke an elephant to back up athletic directors and coaches. So athletic directors are very reluctant to stand up to those it parents who believe their kid is the next superstar. But, Sam, what do you do? How do you, how do, you do this? And I understand and I appreciate what you're saying. Do you make the kid the victim, even though the kid may has no control over their parents? The parents are meddling or interfering? What, is that fair to the kid? Well, you have situations where in public high schools, a varsity head basketball coach turns to uh, turns to the bench and says, "Okay, you go in for so and so. He's a senior. He's being clapped off in the last minute." Mm-hmm. And the kid on the bench turns to the head varsity coach and says, "Blank that. I'm not going in for thirty seconds." Mm. Well, that's a little different because that's not about the parent. That's the kid. Uh, oh, but the parent. But but regarding the parents specifically, the well, parents need to have a clear understanding from the very beginning in the um in the uh eighth grade (laughs) that this is not pay for play and this is not recreation well but this is travel again and that's and that's where of course the 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 parent to your point specifically sam you know then says well i i i i I no longer get any sort of audience with the coach so i'm gonna go over the coach's head to the high school athletic director 
and demands to have a meeting. Uh, the coach is not playing my kid enough. The, kid, the coach is playing my kid in the wrong position. The coach isn't uh, doing the right thing. The coach doesn't like my kid. Whatever it may be, but if, if you multiply that out, as you know, you know, over the course of the year with other parents doing the same thing, how many, how many times can a high school athletic director listen to these parents complain about their kids? So if the pay-for-play rule or that's going to become the, the mainstay of high school sports, then maybe we just don't have high school sports anymore. As simple as that. Well, in some, in some public school budgets, that may be uh, I, close to a million dollars that's going to come off of the operating budget every year. I Perhaps think, public school districts should go into the fields and facilities rental business and get out of the time-consuming and the brain-damaging management and putting on programs for interscholastic athletics because it's reaching those levels. I don't have the answer to that. We don't either, and and, uh, I hear you on this, and thank you for the call. I mean, the fact is that if if we continue along this trend, we are going to see this happen. More and more school districts are going to say, you know, it costs a fortune uh, to basically uh, pay for and subsidize high school athletics, uh, the premiums for, let's say, football and concussion insurance, that's going to be uh, over the moon. So you know what? Let's get rid of this stuff. I mean, just say that's it. We're just going to have PE classes, and the kids are good athletes. If they want to play sports. They can just go on and play in a club team in a pay-for-play situation. And high school athletics, Dave, for, for ADs, they're not going to have these concerns anymore. But it won't, won't be more varsity programs. Exactly. The biggest headache right now for ADs, Rick, is, uh, you know, you were mentioning these health liabilities, which are just ongoing, and and the budget issues, too. A lot of of these ADs now are making very, very hard choices now. What sports uh, they keep? Uh, A lot of freshman programs are now being eliminated, and and that's obviously really, really causing a lot of uh, angst among among parents who want to see their kids, uh, you know, playing sports is the minute it, they get into high school. It's a, it's a, a huge concern. All right, let's move on. Let's go to uh, uh, Nick in Union County. Hi, Nick. You're on the fan. Hi, Rick. Love the show. I just wanted to uh, say my, my cooperation is from the outside as a um, public address announcer for 20 years. And uh, my involvement with the ADs, they're a special breed. They wear many hats, and they've always been um, – very helpful and on their busy schedule, and especially for their secretaries. But my main angle was sometimes the AD also has to host outside activities where he might host a semifinal for a county or a state match, and here they are again, besides their own school, they have four strange schools, and, and like uh, to echo Joe earlier, they do the job seamlessly, and, you know, it's thankless, and... Um, I just wanted to give kudos today because they organized the press box. They organized the uh, Nick, parking. I, let me tell you, and it, I, I couldn't agree with you more. They are a, a rare breed, and and, uh, and and thanks for the call. The fact is, we want to make sure that they stay around. The problem is, they're they're beginning to to, to you know leave. And and, and Dave, you know, uh, and let me. By the way, I just want to remind our listeners that this is your article runs in New Jersey Monthly in the uh, December issue covering all this stuff. Dave, what, what is going to happen? What, what, what in, your, in your expertise and, and your experience and research, what is going to happen with the situation? Are we going to just sort of plateau this out? Is there going to be a new, a new development with high school ADs? What's going to take place? I think there has to be a reckoning among superintendents, among school boards, among communities, that they have to understand, really, that 
how critically important this position is and and that it needs the proper support it needs proper support personnel to to have these schools run properly to have these programs run properly and if, it, if that's not going to happen then uh Rick the model you were just talking about might be uh might be not too far away you know no. just to, so it's very, it's very, very concerning, uh, to say the least. Hey, Dave, thank you so much for getting up early this morning to join me on this very, very important topic. And uh, as I said, I urge people to check out the article when it runs in New Jersey Monthly. But, Dave Kaplan, my thanks again. My pleasure, Rick. Thanks so much. Okay, let me take a quick time out. I'll be back. Stay with me. Big Wolf Sports Radio 1019 FM The Fan Sports Radio 66 let me just take a minute to recap uh, what we talked about this morning with Dave, Dave Kaplan. Uh, you know, this is th- these parallel tracks here, which we discussed last week with the, the losing uh, a number of high school coaches, varsity coaches in particular, who are walking away from their jobs, citing the fact that there's just too much meddling from parents. Uh, that That's a major concern. The fact that we're also seeing that high school athletic directors, who have always been the face of the high school's athletic program and has been like the, the mainstay uh, for, for all the kids who aspire to play in that high school and wear the school colors, they're beginning to sort of walk away. And as one of the callers mentioned, we're seeing the, the, the replacement ADs don't stay very long because they realize that they don't, they're not going to have a life outside of school because they're going to end up working you know, all day and well into the dark and as much as rewarding it is to see the youngsters play sports from 3 to, to 7 or 8 o'clock at night, and it is, the fact is that you're, you're, their job responsibilities are growing and growing and growing. And on top of that, you're dealing with parents who obviously you know, feel that their kid is getting, uh, you know, the short, is getting shafted somehow by a coach. Uh, this is not how high school varsity sports were intended. Uh, and we're seeing, as I said, this, this disturbing trend uh, with the with the loss of coaches and athletic directors. And by the way, I just want to emphasize, this is happening not just, we talked this morning primarily about New Jersey. This is happening everywhere across the country. And again, maybe maybe the answer is going to be that we're going to have a situation where there's just a, you know, a pay for play. Club teams are going to become the, the way or, or the, the law of the land. And high school athletic programs are going to become basically nothing more than intramural teams. Uh, and again, I'm not going to pass judgment as to one is better than the other, because obviously we're always involved with change when it comes to education. But clearly, for many of us uh, who grew up in a time where high school varsity sports, uh, you know, were, were, were the, the epitome, the uh, top of, of uh, excellence when it comes to local sports, that's what you strive for. And the athletic director was the individual who basically ran it all and had the utmost, you had the most, utmost respect for your athletic director because he or she was, was the one in charge. But that's all changing now. And it's not changed necessarily uh, in a way that we anticipated. And again, as, as Dave said, Dave Kaplan said, this may change a lot faster than we anticipated because the budget cuts are continuing with school districts and it's not necessarily a good thing for our kids. Okay, that's going to do it for me in this edition of the Sports Edge. My thanks this morning to Matt Casey. Please stick around for NFL football. We'll see you next week right here on the Sports Edge. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.